My name is Martin Dare Edwards. Um, I work for a company called Infinium, Infinium UK precisely, uh, which is based about 15 miles down the road um, in the southern part of, uh, of Oxfordshire. Um, I would declare myself to be a relative rarity, at least from amongst my peers who were here <laughs> eons ago. I'll say a little bit more about that in just a moment. In the sense of I still work for a chemical company and had some association with real live chemistry throughout my career. I don't actually practice chemistry anymore anywhere, anywhere other than my own kitchen. <laughs> uh, incidentally, I enjoy cooking. Um, so, um, so indeed, going back to, to the history, I was in the inorganic chemistry laboratory. Um, between the period of sort of 1977, if you will, precisely, when I went there as a, as a part two student, and then spent uh, four years doing my DPhil and also a couple of years of, uh, of postdoc uh, research. Uh, at that time, I was working for a professor, John B. Goodenough, who you will actually see his name mentioned on one of the, uh, on, uh, one of the plaques outside the Inorganic uh, Chemistry Laboratory. That's in association with uh, battery uh, technology. I wasn't, I was working on the other side of, uh, of his uh, as of activity, or one of his other sides actually, which was involved with uh, solar energy conversion, and particularly, digging into the science, as a uh, studying the uh, uh, use of semiconductors for photoelectrochemistry, which could generate either electrical power or directly uh, split water into hydrogen and oxygen, which says a little bit about me Right from the beginning, and my choice of, uh, of my, uh, my DPhil subject was I wanted to do something which I thought would be useful for the world. Now, that's significant, of course, in terms of, of what, then what then happened to me. So, um, in my, um, so, in my period of then doing my, uh, my DPhil and then moving on, on to the, the postdoc, I suppose my natural course of, uh, of thinking was to, to go into academia. Now that's largely because I didn't do what I think various people um, have been saying, and I will say certainly now you should do, is speak to people outside of academia. Which incidentally, speak to me afterwards, <laughs> if you don't uh, get enough from this particular uh, presentation. Um, you need to find out what the real world is, uh, is like out there. So I kind of I didn't quite sleepwalked, but uh, I moved in, and I certainly thought I my future was going to be in academia, Pretty tough time. Hey, it's not very different right now getting jobs in, in academia. And I have to say, fortunately, and I say that uh, honestly with hindsight, I didn't get an ac academic job. I came very, very close to getting one even a, uh, a lectureship in, uh, in uh, uh, Wadham College, a Shell-sponsored lectureship. And Shell actually was significant in that, in that, uh, uh, that regard. I had applied for various other positions, both in the UK, in the US, and even in New Zealand, would you believe. Uh, they all failed. Again, I am, uh, with the benefit of hindsight, um, I'm delighted about that. And why am I saying that? And it's because I feel I've had a much more var varied career, even in terms of the areas of science and chemistry that I've had association with by getting out of academia. To a large extent, if you're in an academic environment, you have to play on the expertise and again, I'm using that word advisedly, the expertise that you've already generated and knowledge about a particular subject and you carry that forward in a relatively linear until you get to a certain point in your career when you've kind of proven your track record and somebody's maybe prepared to give you some money to do something quite radically different. The interesting thing in industry is they pos we, pos we, and I'm going to speak as now as an ind industrialist, uh, we positively pay people not to use their expertise but instead to use their problem-solving uh, capability, their fundamental curiosity about new things, wanting to learn new things. Uh, and so the first thing, if you, are, if you are wedded to your particular academic subject, fine. 
then maybe academic careers is for you. If you are not 100% sure that's what's going to fulfil you for the rest of, rest of your life, then I suggest then start speaking to some people in the industry, unless, of course, you want to go off and, and, and work in the, uh, uh, in the banking sector, which, of course, I would suggest is not such a good idea, especially in, re in recent times. So get out there and find out what the real world of having chemical know-how and how that can be applied uh, in industry. Incidentally, not only in, uh, in the chemical industry uh, uh, as such. And also recognise that you should have, I imagine, if you're effective uh, uh, defills and, and postdocs, you have an ability to solve problems. And that's what industry is looking for. Fundamentally looking for people who have, who have an ability to address Often, well, there's quite often old problems with fresh eyes and think of ways of solving those or moving things, uh, moving things forward, clearly also with a commercial benefit at the, uh, uh, at the end of that. So, uh, for me, having done a, uh, a DPhil then and postdoc work all associated with semiconductor photoelectrochemistry, relatively esoteric, so the possibility of uh, some uh, solar energy uh, eventual application, I then joined Shell um, and was immediately thrown and given effectively a budget and you have to sort of map this back to what that was worth in 1982. I was given the budget £110,000. Here we are. Go and set up a Raman spectrometer, a uh, Raman microscope <coughs> system, to be able to study the behaviour of lubricants in situ inside an operating uh, elastohydrodynamic contact. Wow. There was, was anybody around to help me? Nope. You're on your own. You can go and speak to some certain universities who may have some uh, familiarity with, uh, with Raman, uh, Raman spectroscopy. That's the sort of thing that happens. So I spent two and a half years doing that, even ended up uh, getting some, uh, an interesting uh, academic reward for some industrial research at the, uh, at the end of that. Next thing I found myself doing uh, um, molecular design of uh, synthetic lubricants. I found myself doing um, uh, multi-phase uh, lubricant systems. And then I decided now is the time probably to get a little bit more of an understanding about the, uh, about, about the commercial world, spend a little bit of time uh, as a technical development manager for Shell Chemicals on solvents, industrial solvents. And then you're, it's the range, not just the way in which they're manufactured, the way in which they're applied, have relevance for the pharmaceutical industry, paints industry, etc., etc. Um, lots of interesting learnings coming through that, although clearly I was meant to be providing advice, but I was frankly <coughs> equally learning at the same time. And at last I achieved what I was. Once I'd got into industry, I knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to get to a point where I was managing research. My breakthrough came by moving to Belgium and taking up an entirely new subject. So I wasn't harnessed for anything the knowledge I'd had about lubricants, um, anything the knowledge I had about um, uh, solvents. I was taken to Belgium and then given a role as a programme manager for around about 20 people initially to, start to develop polypropylene products well, basically the actual polymer uh, um, uh, materials, which then, and the different applications that they might be harnessed. So I was put in a group, which I knew nothing about. People, many, many didn't speak that particularly good, uh, good English. Um, in Belgium, spent four years, had a fantastic time. I also recognised, and I can track this back in my own, uh, own career, is that I enjoy relating to people. I probably didn't realise that when I was, uh, when I was doing my uh, uh, DPhil, and probably... Many of you don't either. You sort of sit down very much <laughs> engaged in your own thing. I suggest do get out more and do get to speak to people, not just in, in the rest of the university, but outside the university as well, because that will, be, that will serve you well. I wish somebody had told me the value of networking 30 years ago. I'm sure I would have been considerably uh, a better place than, I, than even I am now. I've kind of got net networking within, within the last uh, seven years, and I suggest if you're not networking, you do 
please. One single takeaway from today, get out there and, and find out what's going on. You won't find the right answer by speaking to, to one person uh, at, uh, on that one occasion. You have to sort of triangulate, if you can understand that, uh, that meaning, on what the answer might be for you. It's a different answer for different people. Speak to different people to understand different perspectives on what the, uh, what the solution be. But I ha one of my greatest joys now is interacting with lots of uh, people. I hope I will interact with some of you uh, at the break uh, a little later uh, uh, this afternoon. Because that's actually where the, some of the biggest challenges are and the biggest problems <laughs> to solve, and also helping other people solve, uh, solve their problems, whether they're technical or even sometimes uh, uh, of, a, of a personal uh, nature. So, and that's what you really get when you get into a management of research, and I'm kind of slightly more than, more than just management of research, now I manage a site which has got uh, 500 people working on it. I'm the accountable person in terms of health and safety, as it's a chemistry activity which Infinium is involved with. Uh, it doesn't do any harm, frankly, to know a little bit about the chemistry that's going on uh, on the site. But it's the people aspects that I find uh, um, most uh, exciting in, in the job that I do. You know what, I think I'm probably gonna stop there and invite people to sort of uh, ask, me, uh, ask me questions. I haven't said, said a lot about the experience of, uh, of my time uh, doing industrial research. I've hopefully I've given a bit of a highlight to say it is extremely varied and I've had an astonishingly very varied uh, career. And because I'm getting involved with some interesting things now, uh, even in, uh, in China, I'm setting up uh, sort of as we speak a, uh, a business and technology center in, in, uh, in Shanghai. I certainly would have never imagined to do that 30 years ago when I was doing my uh, DPhil. Thank you very much for your time.